Sit back and listen and enjoy my podcast about health, wellness, fitness, yoga, business, and life. I talk about everything from ways of eating healthy, mindfulness, yoga, working out, manifesting, to pop culture, momming, adulting. I try to have fun and laugh at myself along the way of my sometimes stressed out and frazzled life. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and I am your host, Nikki Lanigan. On today's episode of Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, we are joined again by my sister, Jay Kirshner. We talk about the super pink full moon that just occurred, our morning routines, our beauty products that we are liking right now, and it is a fun 90s pop culture episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please like it, share it, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and enjoy. Today we're talking about our morning routines, beauty, and taking it back to the 90s pop culture. Hello, Jay. Thanks for joining us again. Thank you for having me. This is fun. I'm so excited about today's topic. I mean, let's be honest, the 90s are amazing. I know. Always have been. (laughs) Always will be. Yeah. And maybe uh, talking about our morning routines will help me actually get a good morning routine because <laughs> I, I list things out and I have a, a, an amazing routine, morning routine that I've never done. <laughs> yeah, I have to do them. Like I literally have to wake up early so I can meditate and do breathing techniques. And now I seriously think I need to meditate two or three times a day because my mornings are so stressful when once the kids get up, but I have these tools and I have this routine to help me stay grounded. But still, sometimes it's just like, oh, my God, like, for instance, this morning, okay, I have two girls and they're very into fashion and they never have anything to wear. And then they both forgot something today. Um, my oldest forgot, you know, a social studies book and whatever. Well, not only does she want me to bring it back, she wants me to bring it back at a certain time. I'm like, no, no, I'm bringing it back right now. And she's like, well, no, can you do 1030? I'm like, no, <laughs> I comp- we compromised though. I was, she's like 930. I was like, fine, whatever. And oh my, my youngest goodness. forgot her safety patrol belt. <laughs> she never forgets anything though. And she was still in the car. Oh, <laughs> <Aww, man. laughs> <laughs> He's having a bottle. <laughs> so she forgot her safety patrol belt. Yeah. And Aww. so we turn around, we go get it, drop her off to school, come back home, and I step in puppy pee. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, okay, another breathing technique. Did that and went back to work. But this is exactly why I need these tools to help keep me centered. So it works for me. Well, yeah. And, I mean, like, the chaos, like, I mean, you can hear Daisy barking right now because – I'm pretty sure a leaf is blowing across our yard. <laughs> but also, Nikki, like we've talked about this before. We're very empathetic people where we may not even be stressed out ourselves, but the stress of somebody else yes. will then stress us out. Like yes. somebody, if we're around somebody who's super stressed, we will feed into that. And then all of a sudden, before we know it, we're like all angsty. Yes. That's seriously um, a parent cheerleading chat one of my daughters is in was going off this morning and I had to stop looking at it because it was stressing me out and giving me anxiety mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like okay you guys be over there I'm gonna zen and center myself again <laughs> yeah <laughs> when I can disassociate what I'm reading I will yeah. join the conversation right. again <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness oh 
So I have been on a beauty kick lately with uh, practicing self-care and doing um, a, a um, beauty routine with my um, stone. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but it is a gua sha stone. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of those? Yes, I, I have one. Um, one of those and then also one of the rollers. Okay. I keep like in my, my beauty fridge. Yeah. I keep in my, yeah. my beauty fridge. They're uh, ro- uh, rose quartz. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it helps with like lymphatic drainage and um, depuffing your face. It's supposed to, it's said to, that it will help with fine lines. So I've been using that and it actually like massages your face. So it's allergy season here and I feel like it's helping with that. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. There is nothing better than a good sinus massage. I know. When I used to have time and got my eyebrows waxed, <laughs> she used to do that, do like a sinus massage. Mm-hmm. That's when I went to go to my chiropractor. I haven't been to one in a while because I just, I haven't found one I've liked since my previous one. And he would, he'd use the, I forget what it's called. I think it was like an activator tool. So he wasn't, you know, maneuvering my body himself. He was using this tool. And then when he would do my ears, because it would, um, he would do this weird thing with my ears where he was using his hands and he'd almost move my ears in a check mark kind of mm-hmm. motion. And it would just completely clear my sinuses. Like it was the best. Oh, that's awesome. I loved it. I miss that. Yeah. So speaking of that, three weeks ago, I threw out my back and I've been doing spinal decompression therapy and <laughs> to like try to like, I have um, four herniated discs trying to like fix my spine and that I just had an appointment yesterday um and now, I just, what what is that what is spinal it's decompression it's a table therapy? you lay on a table and they wrap this these things around you super tight and the table moves and it I honestly really don't know but I think it's like pulling your spine apart not apart that's like drastic like um but like kind of stretching, stre- stretching without it. Yeah. So yesterday, right. Yes. Yesterday they increased the weight 45%, which I really don't know what that means, but it didn't hurt doing it. And they told me like, you're going to have a window where you're going to feel great afterwards. And I did. I was like, Oh my God, I'm standing up straight. I am walking without pain. And then last night, all the pain was back. And this morning it's like, really sore again but I I mean I think it's normal and it's helping but I might have overdid it (laughs) and I think that's why they tell you you know um but I'm going again tomorrow so it's just I'm optimistic it's gonna help yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's gonna help I'm right there with you actually you know from where I was three weeks ago I am doing a lot better I mean I think The fact that I'm in, I've never, I know you have fibromyalgia. So like, you're always in pain. I'm not like, and I I have a high tolerance to pain. So the fact Mm -hmm. that for three weeks, I've been in constant pain, it's draining and it, it makes you tired. It makes you sad and it takes a lot out of you. And I don't think people realize that. Well, and, and I mean, to to add to that, irritable, sorry, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. And to add to that, like regarding the fibro thing, I'm always in a state of pain and it's widespread pain. And I feel like if that because that's my normal, I'm used to it, so I can yeah. deal with it a little bit more, but a little bit better. But excuse you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and when um, somebody else is dealing with pain that doesn't always deal with pain, it 
I feel like it hurts worse because you're not used to always dealing with it. And it's not widespread. I almost feel like because mine's widespread, it's like my body is sharing the wealth when it comes mm-hmm. to pain. Where like you who threw your back out, it's one specific area that is hurting. And whenever it's that one specific area that hurts, it's so much worse. Yeah. So much worse. Like when my lower back hurts, it's not part of fibromyalgia, but it is like excruciating and I can hardly function. I know. I like today I feel nauseous because of the pain. Like it's just, it's, I mean, that's hard to describe, but I, it's making me feel sick and like drained kind of. (laughs) No, I totally get that. Most times when I had to call off of work because of a fibro flare, it wasn't the pain itself that was keeping me out. It was the fact that I was in so much pain. I was physically like nauseous, like sickly nauseous because it was just that much pain. Is Mac okay? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're always a mom, first and foremost. Yes. He he just doesn't know if he's done with his bottle, but he doesn't want to be done with his bottle or something. Right. He'll figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. There's been a couple mornings when, um, like, my husband's been sick and Mac has woken up and I, you know, I'm doing a morning show and I'm on air and I've had Mac with me during the morning show. And it's like, all right, he's just, he's going to talk. He's going to be part of the show. Right. We have to do it. Uh-huh. I think that's the thing. Like, you've even seen on, like, news anchors, their kids running into the frame. And even yeah. on the Today Show or, like, a big name news. Um, that, that's national. something I'm going to miss. Yeah. Now that everybody, you know, people are more so back at work. Right. I love those, like, when the cat would jump on the papers that the, you know, the anchor was trying to read or the dog yeah. would get involved. And I just, I love that aspect of life. I know. Aw. um so we just had a full moon or we're still actually in it like I never understand it like some people are like oh the full moon was last night oh the full moon's tonight well the the peak of the super super moon and the pink moon yeah was like I want to say 11 30 ish to 2 a.m depending on where you're at yeah did you charge your crystals I did I did last night I did. And then this morning before I got back to work and sat back at my desk after I dropped the kids off in that hectic morning, I smudged the house too. I was like, oh, bad energy, stressful, hectic energy. Get out. Let's redo the morning. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I, I brought my, so it gets in Nashville, even if we're not expecting rain, there's still a level of precipitation that happens in the overnight. Mm-hmm. So I put mine in um, glass Tupperware <laughs> and, oh. then, and I leave it out. So it's like yeah. a cover, but they're still like, you know, getting, getting the moon's beams and rays. But um, I brought them in and I haven't had a chance to actually put everything back yet. But I have that spray, the cl- space cleansing spray from yes. Good She. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to do that. Yeah. And spray that around. But we've been having weird issues. Nikki, I don't know how much we've talked about this of like believing in ghosts and stuff, but oh, yeah. there is a visitor in my house that needs oh, to God. leave. <laughs> like, call, I'm talking. Call Lisa Morton. Have her. You know what? I should. Have her, yeah. Have her. A have distance her do space that. clearing. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's an outlet, sir. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> Mac is on the ground, crap, crawling around. He's mobile. But no, they're like, Daisy will be barking at some inanimate object and then she's interacting with it. Like someone's reaching out to her and she's afraid her tail goes between her legs and she kind of like backs up. And um, recently I felt somebody grab my shoulder and there was nobody around me. And it was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. (laughs) You need to leave. Yeah. 
Well, we had, um, was it a week or two weeks ago? I don't know. Um, Jimmy, my husband was, um, out of town doing, um, his, they're called CLE hours. They're like for attorneys, like continuing legal education and, um, doing that. And we got home, like, I think from cheer or something and our front door was unlocked and both of the dogs had their tail down and I was like is someone in the house and I searched the house but then I got scared and our burglar alarm wasn't working at this time it is since back to working um so I had mom and dad come down and search the house too and it wasn't like I thought someone was in the house which would be most people would think that I thought it was like (laughs) as spirit or something yeah why does my mind go to that and not like oh an intruder someone dangerous is actually in our house right same (laughs) like if I think something's off or whatever I'll search the house I'll go grab a knife and I'll search the house and it's like please be an actual intruder because I can fight an intruder off I can't fight a spirit (laughs) (laughs) and then from the basement you turn off the lights and you like run super fast like up the stairs (laughs) oh yes (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, good grief. I know. <laughs> uh, there's supposed to be, um, there's like four supermoons in a row too. There was one last month, uh, the one that ha- just happened last night. There's one in May and one in June. Is that normal that there's that many know. in a row? I mean, I know there can be two to four supermoons in a year, but I always thought they yeah. were spaced out. Well, one year, I don't know if it was this past December, the December before that, um, there were two full moons in December. So oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, Do you remember uh, the one big supermoon in 1993? It was March 1993. I don't remember the exact date. I just know it's March 1993 because I was learning to ride a bike and it like I compare all supermoons to that supermoon. It really? was massive. It seemed like it was so close. You could have thrown a baseball and hit the moon. And I just I've never seen a supermoon look like that since. I think I do remember that, like seeing it and it like covered, we're driving at night and it covered the whole like McDonald's Yeah, <laughs> and it yeah. was super low and we were like, oh my God, what is that? We're like, oh, it's the moon. Yeah. Like it was great. Like this was, cause we lived in the West ones because you know how like we, our house was right next to the corner house and then there was that little hill cause yeah. you know, go to the end of our street, you could only go left or right. You couldn't go straight. And it was like coming up a like against that little hill and I just remember it because that's I was learning to ride a two-wheeler straight I could only go in circles because I Mm -hmm. practiced up at the top of mom and dad's driveway and so I was trying to learn um with Aunt Nita and mom down on the sidewalk and I I were out there so long practicing that I had to have toilet paper in my underwear going to school the next day because I was in so much pain (laughs) from being on the bike that that long yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's not something that's hard to forget (laughs) I mean, it's 1993. What, I was like nine, nine years old. Mm. I think I was in middle school. I was, I was in middle school, not I think. Yeah. I was. <laughs> I get confused about some 80s and 90s um, stuff. Like, mm-hmm. just because, y- you know, I, you were my older sister and I always wanted to do everything you were doing. So even if there were things that were maybe not quite my age appropriate, I still got into them because of you like so sweet valley high i always think oh yeah that was a 90s thing but that was more of an 80s thing wasn't it like sweet valley high the books the game i think the tv show was the 90s yeah maybe it's so 90s coming back because um even today l um pulled out this new zip up hoodie she got and she's like oh i love this it looks like 
um, mom's billabong hoodie she still has, which I still have from high school that I wear, which is crazy. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> and how, you know, Birkenstocks and Vans and all those are coming back. And do you remember the Tiffany's um, jewelry, the like return to Tiffany's? Like, yes, bracelets that bracelet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all coming back. I love the black choker necklace. Like that was oh, something yeah. that it never needed to go away. We can just, let's just keep it for forever. Somebody once told me that if you wore a trend the first time it came around, you're too old to wear it when it comes back around. And yeah. I call BS on that. <laughs> I feel like I if I want to rock a black hoodies. choker necklace, I'm going to rock a black choker necklace. Yeah. I don't really wear jewelry anymore, but I don't know if I ever did the black choker necklaces. I think it was a little older for that. I don't know. I did the low rise jeans though, like the late, oh. the end of the nineties. Yeah. The yeah. one like that is that, that's a trend that doesn't need to come back. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> needs ultra low rise jeans. Right. <laughs> and especially when you pair it with a crop top, I'm all for a good crop top, but no low ultra low rise jeans. Not so much. <laughs> do you remember any of good? Oh, what were you going to say? I was just gonna say, do you remember any of the board games like Mall Madness and Mall Electronic Madness. Dream Phone? Yes, Mall Madness, um, Mousetrap. <laughs> yeah, I, I never cared for Mousetrap. It felt I like did. I liked there was it. always like it just felt like it was so much to set up before you oh. got to play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that and then like the other, you know, like Clue or Trivial Trivial Pursuit. Those mm-hmm. were like always. Those are still around though. What was the Boulder Dash? What is Boulder Dash? What is that the one? Is Boulder Dash the one where you have cards? It's almost like Trivial Pursuit-ish, but you say a word and you give what the definition is and people have to like pick which definition you made up and which is the real definition. Oh, I don't know. That seems complicated. I don't think I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, and moon shoes. <laughs> oh my moon, moon shoes, shoes were the best. Those. They were like mini trampolines for your feet. Yes. Oh my gosh, that reminds me of high school. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do with moon shoes in high school? I don't we just always had them on when we would have people over. Uh-huh. Or I would be at some other people's houses, they would have moon shoes. Or rollerblading. We were oh rollerblade all the time. I remember making mom and dad pull their cars out of the garage and that was my rollerblading rink. And I would just rollerblade for hours. And I always had a cassette tape and or two cassette tapes. And I would either listen to the Bengals greatest hits or the Grease 2 soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Nonstop oh. because Grease 2 is better than Grease. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> I like them both. <laughs> what about 90s shows, 90s TV shows? What were I, your I, favorites? Because we're we have a big age gap. Yeah, like five and a half years-ish. I mean, I more so remember TGIF and SNCC, the -hmm. Saturday Night Nickelodeon lineup, that it was like, hey, dude, and Pete and Pete, and it always finished with, are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, I remember babysitting you on Saturday nights watching those. It'd be like Rugrat, Ren and Stimpy. Oh my gosh, I love Ren and Stimpy. (laughs) Ren and Stimpy was so ahead of its time. It's so not appropriate. I know. I was just gonna say that. And Beavis and Butthead. Like, what I feel like Beavis heck? and Butthead was kind of like South Park. It was a cartoon for an older audience to begin with. That's true. Daria. <laughs> oh, I love Daria. I never got into her. She was too like 
dark to, to like movie. emo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never got into Beavis and Butthead, but Daria was my jam. She still is. <laughs> um, yeah. What 90s shows did I watch? Well, you know, like 90210 and Melrose Place. I liked Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Dawson's Creek. Yeah. I, I, I got into those. Buffy after it was already off air. That was when I circled back around. Um, and what was, I feel like you used to watch Empty Nest. Is that oh, I did. An, Empty Saturday Nest, like Picket Fences? Yeah. On Saturday night, it would be like Empty Nest. Um, there was another show. And then Saturday, the Saturday Night Live in the 90s was literally the best. Oh, like, he- yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, there were some after that. Like, I like, you know, um, Jimmy Fallon and I like them. And Yeah. Tina Fey, Kristen Wiig. Yeah, but like I Adam like Sandler them, but, and Mike yes. Myers. One of my favorite skits to this day is the Mike Myers one with Nicole Kidman. And he is, um, I think he has like ADHD or something and he has a harness on and he is attached to the little, like the the playground thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And she's sitting there and just like their interactions together as little toddler kid things. They're not toddlers, but they're like little kids. Mm -hmm. I I don't know why that is still one of the funniest ones to me. (laughs) Do you remember Stuart Smalling? He would always do the positive affirmations. It's like way ahead of his time. (laughs) I'm good enough and I love myself or and I like myself or whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. They were were good. I feel like they always have eras where it's amazing, followed by an era of mm, not so much, and then another era of amazingness, followed by another era of mm, not so much. Like Maya Rudolph was amazing. I love her interaction with Kristen Wiig. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I mean, if I were to name, I could probably name two people in the current cast, and it's um, I'm never Keenan anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) I, I DVR it all the time because if it is a musical guest or a host I really like, then I will watch it. But there's been no host that I've felt the need to, you know, see the entire episode. If there's a skit that's you know, worth anything, it's already on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, if it's a musical guest I like. But yeah, AD Bryant is one I can name and then Keenan Thompson. But Keenan Thompson, I grew oh, up he's with been watching on all that. Yeah. yeah. But also like he was on all that, which is the Nickelodeon version of SNL. Mm-hmm. And then he did like Keenan and Cal and I just always loved that stuff. Yeah. Nineties had the best movies too. It had Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump, like those were literally the best movies. It had Shawshank Redemption, Clueless. <laughs> yes, Clueless was amazing. Um, late 90s Ben Affleck was like clutch Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, this um, is so I used to want to be a screenplay writer and I would have like movies written out in my head and they would always like Ben Affleck would be like my vision of who the actor in it would be. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> I could totally see that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I remember when I was first moving out to California, um, looking at houses and one of the people showing, oh, it was some guy and he was a producer and he was like showing us his guest house um, that was up for a rent. And he said like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon used to live there when they first moved out. And I was like, it's ours. But it was like ridiculously insane. It was like, like expensive, like in the Hollywood Hills. Oh my goodness. Like, yeah, no. Like, you won't even drive through the Hollywood Hills. You need to have money, I feel like. I know. Um, what was, oh, one of my favorite movies from the 90s was uh, Kirsten Dunst 
and Michelle Williams. I want to say it was like late nineties ish. Uh, Dick about Richard Nixon. It was I like never a water that. Yeah, it was like a, it was the Watergate scandal, and there are two teens who become you know the president's dog walkers, and they're the they're a secret agent that ends up blowing up the whole Watergate thing. I mean, obviously it's like an all all false film, but it was so funny. Ryan Reynolds is in it. Oh really? I never saw that. I highly recommend. Was um. <laughs> bring it on in the 90s or was that the 2000s oh good question I feel like that was the early offs I could be wrong there were yeah there's a lot of crossover from like late 90s early offs um I think this was when sugar and spice was another good one Mm -hmm. the cheerleaders who rob a bank (laughs) I didn't see that one either see this is our age difference (laughs) so bring it on (laughs) yeah because I'm saying like Pulp Fiction and I was just thinking you were really little because I was a freshman in high school when that came out I didn't see Pulp Fiction until I think I was in high school I mean it's a great film yeah Titanic that's another good one from the 90s yeah um man I'm like drawing a blank now on a bunch of 90s movies I bring up all the time like movies in the 90s for you know we're so much better and the kids are always like oh my god no they weren't <laughs> they were do you guys said, still, do you guys still do um your movie nights we haven't as much just because like life has picked up again and um we're busy and it's hectic and they're having in-person cheerleading competitions again so we're tired if we don't have anything going on Mm-hmm. And it's hard for the kids to agree, all of us to agree on movies. But I do want to start that again, especially when it's summer and they're not in school. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's learned how to do that sound. Yeah, <laughs> can you hear him? Yeah, <laughs> cute. Yes. Oh, um, I mean, not to circle back, but we were talking about the morning routine and stuff. Right. No, let's circle like, back. My um. My dream routine is to wake up, brush my teeth, wash my face, do a like 10 minute spin class thingy, and then meditate, go rinse off, and then get to work. But my actual routine is wake up around 2 30, 3 a.m., immediately jump on the computer, see what's trending in the overnight, do some work, and then go back to sleep until about 4 45. Wake up, rinse my face, brush my teeth, and then get to work. Yeah. But JC, it's different because you have such an insane schedule for your job that you have to get up that early. That's just, and you have a baby that's hard. So you have to like, let yourself know that. Yeah. It's a hard a little schedule. Bit of grace. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's, I see, cause you know me, I'm one of those people that I don't like to work out period. So if I don't work out first thing in the morning, I'm not working out the rest of the day. Yeah. I like to work out and it's killing me that I can't right now because of my back. <laughs> I like try. I'm like, can I just maybe lift my leg up? Oh, <laughs> no, that's so disappointing. Yeah. Oh, it'll get better though. I mean, well, yeah, it's not like a, you know, I don't know where I'm going out with that, but I will get better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Are you, is there any um, makeup or like skincare products you're really loving right now? So I go back and forth. I like this one from Etsy and it's called, I buy it off of Etsy and it's a local, not local local, but she's from Ohio and um, like Dayton area maybe. I don't know. And it's called Skin Foodie and it's all organic. 
Um, and I love it. And it's, it's very inexpensive for organic. So I'm loving that right now. And I also do Burt's Bees face wipes. Like when I'm in a pinch, I do that. I do my gua sha stone and I use Young Living Essential Oil. It's called Prodrestrin Plus. And it's just an oil and it's, you can use it on your face. I use it as a face serum because it gives you that like glow. And mm-hmm. it's also supposed to be really good for females to use. Like it helps with your cycle and it helps with PMS symptoms. So you're like oh. getting all of that plus a healthy glow. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I've been loving that. Um, and that's really it like I would love to get more into like hair care again and doing all that but I need quick easy things right now what about you no no I totally get that I I've never been one for wanting to wear a lot of makeup so I like to spend like more time and energy and getting facials and like the skincare and everything and I loved drunk elephant for so long like I just I thought it was the bee's knees. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. And then I had Mac and something in my chemistry of my skin changed to the point where I couldn't do drunk elephant anymore. Like it was making me flaky and oily and my skin was constantly purging and it was just awful. And I found this one brand, Sotis, S-O-T-H-Y-S. Okay. They're this little French company. Yes. It's a little French company. They're not organic, but they are cruelty free. And I love them. Like I feel, I feel comfortable like leaving the house and not putting on any makeup. Like, yeah. It's like, okay. It's fine. <laughs> like I'm not as blotchy or anything, which is what I started to really get with the drunk elephant stuff. And then my makeup, I, I read this article about animal cruelty, skincare stuff. And, you know, we always know about animal testing mm-hmm. and I always just envisioned it was, you know, mice or rats, sometimes bunnies. And it still made me sad, but not enough to really care to, you know, actively seek out stuff that's cruelty-free. Until I learned that a lot of times places are using beagles. They're testing on oh, beagles. And yeah. I have a beagle. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. Yeah, it puts it in perspective I, yeah, so I'm more. very aware of my hair product, my skincare, uh, my makeup, uh, Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E. I've really been loving a lot of their stuff because not only – are they cruelty free? But when you buy products, they also send them to women in need who could use products. Like they're trying to find jobs or something like that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I like so I that. that that's, yeah. I always think that that's uh, I love any kind of company where it's like you buy one and we donate one. Like, I just think that that's great marketing. Yeah. And it it's is. helping people. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any other beauty things. Cause I really, you know, I'm kind of the same with makeup. I, uh, don't really wear it because I work from home. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And when I do it's, I try, I haven't found an organic makeup that I like. And I am very, very into organic and don't want chemicals in my body or on my face. Um, So I need one. I need a company. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah. I totally get that. Cause things are so harsh anymore. I mean, I'm lazy. Also, I don't know how to apply makeup. So yes, you do. You do it well. I I mean, but that's like if I have to fool. If I actually have to do makeup, I'm practicing for two weeks leading up to whatever event is I'm trying to do my own makeup for. 
And then once I actually do it, I don't know how to do it again until the next time when I'm like studying. Yeah. So it's like, I also use that as a reason of I don't want to have to do makeup because majority real, the real issue is I just don't know how. <laughs> and also I'm lazy. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I uh because I lived with um I mean you know we both we we did acting and you know different things growing up and so if there was something that I had to be camera ready there was somebody around to do my makeup for me like dance competitions one of my dance you know friends did my makeup when I lived in California I lived with a stylist so I'd never left the house without her doing my makeup yeah just nice I miss those days I also lived above a Starbucks when I lived in California can I go back to that? <laughs> That's awesome. That's like my one takeaway from living in California. I lived above a Starbucks. <laughs> I loved living in California. I like Ohio though. I mean, like, too. Yeah. I miss the food in California, but Cleveland has a underground food scene. I mean, like food in Cleveland is sneaky good. It is. I, well, I mean, I don't eat meat or anything from animals, but it's really picking up. Well, it's been picking up. There's a lot of vegan restaurants. I don't like to use the word vegan because I don't consider myself a vegan. It's a whole different topic we could go into at another time. <laughs> but um, they have so many health places, health conscious places. You know, it's very, very, uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for. Trendy? Not trendy. Because that's saying, like, it's going to go out of style. But yeah. um, it has a following, a big, bigger following. When I was growing up here, you know, no one was a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And all I ate um, noodles. I, yeah, I remember <laughs> having to explain to people about you being a vegetarian because people did not understand that. <sighs> Some people still don't understand when you say you're vegan, you know, because they don't understand that it's dairy and eggs too so I just always am like I don't eat anything that comes from an animal yeah I try to eat mostly vegetables (laughs) yeah well because yeah no I get it with the whole vegan thing because it's like more of a lifestyle than dietary like you don't even wear leather you don't like do any of that stuff yeah but see that's the I have leather handbags and my car seats are leather so that's why yeah which I can't be a true vegan yeah yeah which I totally get that um, I remember going to this again was in LA. Um, dad was in town visiting me and we went out to dinner with one of mom and dad's couples friends. And the woman was a vegan. And for whatever reason, we went to a steakhouse and she's trying to explain to them that she's vegan. She's not looking for them to make something special for her. She's just asking, what are the options on the, on the men- the current menu? Like in the salads, can she get something, you know, without this or the sides, the side dishes, right. what can she do? And so the server was not, and again, this was in LA and the server was not understanding. And they're like, well, what about chicken? Do you eat chicken? She's like, no, I, I'm vegan. Okay. Well, what about fish? And yeah. She's like, I don't eat anything that was alive. <laughs> she's like, do you just have lettuce back there? Like, <laughs> <laughs> just give me some lettuce. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Lettuce is fine. I know. <laughs> Ryan picks on me sometimes because I could just eat iceberg lettuce with a dressing. Like just iceberg lettuce with maybe a little bit of a balsamic glaze. I think that that's delicious. Mm-hmm. See, I'm kind of like on not on a salad kick anymore. I, I go through phases. I'm on a smoothie <laughs> kick, but salad, like raw vegetables just aren't doing it for me <laughs> right now. 
Um, oh, I love raw vegetables so much. There's been studies though of people saying like, you shouldn't eat raw vegetables. I, I am not advocating this by any means, but people are like, you shouldn't eat raw vegetables because your body's not meant to digest them. If you're going to eat vegetables, you're supposed to cook them to the point that they're like mushy Ew. and then your body can better digest. Yeah. And I'm like, no, don't tell me how to eat my vegetables. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm out of breath. I have not mastered the art of talking and walking and breathing all at the same time. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that still is uh, a little difficult for me for some reason. <laughs> Well, this has been a very fun show and talking with you. I feel like the only time we get a really talking catch up is when we're recording a podcast. <laughs> I know. I mean, thank goodness for texting. I know. It's just hard to have conversations anymore. And sorry, my house has been so noisy between Mac and Daisy and the lawn is getting mowed now. No, it's life. All the things. It's momming and adulting. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Again, if you like this episode, please like it, please share it, leave a review, a rating, and again, enjoy your day.